from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 76. <gasps> 76. Larry, we're officially older than you now. 76 trombones led the big parade. So welcome, everyone. It's been a... Uh, the past two weeks have kind of flown. Just busy. Just busy, busy, busy. So um, tonight, we're going to talk about a... What we like to call the five aspects. The five... Do we have a name yet? No. I, no. We're making, Maybe we'll figure it we're out. We're making this up as we go along. And then we'll so. name the episode after we're done. So this is... This, yeah, this is going to be a quasi-serious episode. Um, so if, you, if you're here for laughs and giggling... Um, Sorry. Tune back in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just fast forward to the chickens and you'll be fine. So, oh, this is going to be another. Except mis- the news, that's going to suck too. The boys at the Masonic Roundtable, watch out, we're coming for you. Who said that? <laughs> we're not that serious. Uh, Josh, have you? what have you been up to Masonically? Josh, the intern. The I producer. know what Josh has been up to. I went to uh, chapter 43. With Larry and Jack. Ta-da. And Larry and I both got the uh, the Royal Arch degree. Ta-da. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, quick, give him a petition for counsel. <laughs> we could get you. <laughs> if you feel like going to Sunbury in June, <laughs> we can make it happen. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, Scott Helm was uh, at uh, at Consistory on Saturday. Uh, it was trying to talk me into going to Williamsport or Sunbury or where? Sunbury, yeah, yeah, Sunbury with them for that. I thought, get out of here. So refresh my memory because I'm a bad uh, Royal Arch Mason. Um, in the first degree, in the Royal Arch, is that where you get paid your wages, yeah, or Mark, is that Mark the next? Master? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Wow. If any be do. Larry was paying attention. Look at wow, that. Okay. Damn, son. <laughs> wow. Nice. All right. So welcome to uh, the Red House. Yeah. The Red Rum. There we go. Red the rum. Red Rum. Red Rum. Jack, what have you been doing? Uh, I was uh, helping to confer the, uh, the uh, yeah, that Royal Arch thing. Maker's Mark degree. The Maker's Mark degree. Exactly. Uh, that was that was the big thing. And, and, and. I broke a 14-year radio silence at Scottish Rite. Welcome back. I went to Reading, and I sat in the audience, and I I saw the degrees. The plays. The skits. <laughs> the, the skits. Plays. The skits. <laughs> That's... Hey, what did you think of The Last Supper? When well, the... oh. Larry. Larry, the half-faced man. That was, I don't know. <coughs> That was uh, it was it was was so moving that I I, it was I was I had a movement. Yes. (laughs) So Larry, wait, 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 uh, let me let me me qualify that. I was I'm glad I went. Um, 
you guys put a lot of work into that. There's a lot of people involved with it. Um, I wish, I, I wish there was more feedback, you know, from the audience side um, on that stuff. I wish there was some conversation about the degrees that were put on. I think as they're resetting the stages, that might be something that they look at in the future is, you know, what did you just see and what did it mean? And, and let's talk about it a little bit um, instead of just, okay, we're going to take a break and 30 minutes later, we're going to come back. I think that would be a good addition, um, but I don't think it's ever going to change. Be the change, Jack. No. You know, once you become... Uh... I've been enough change. <laughs> <laughs> But then, uh, what else did I do? That was that was the principal thing. I, what I'm getting ready to do is kind of cool. Um, I'm traveling to Germany on business and uh, made contact with a a lodge in Germany in the city that I'll be in, and um, so I hope to go to a uh, a lodge meeting over there. Um, and they they seem very uh, welcoming and receptive, and and uh, I will uh, see what that looks like. We'll hand out our, our business cards and I got a whole stack of them. There right? we go. <laughs> Masonicglate.com. Larry? Well, Royal Arch, of course, um, was in the 18th degree. I played part of You can't men- you can mention the degree. Okay. But you can't or, mention degree or that you can mention the part. You oh, can't mention them okay. together. 18th degree. All right. There you go. But also was up there from, I guess, about 8 o'clock in the morning. I think I, I left early, about 3 or 4. I don't remember exactly. Uh, as a stage crew, or actually property management crew in the back of the stage, bringing all the furniture out. Now, here I am, 75 years old. You couldn't I'm, move your own furniture. I can't move. <laughs> I can't move but my... you moving temples. I can't and... move my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm moving furniture around. Nice. So it was a training day for me. And I'll tell you, it, it's, it's, it's quite... It's a terrific amount it, of work. Really a lot of work because basically be, what, be, when you're getting ready for your scenes to change, you've got to get everything together on carts. Uh, and as as the curtain comes down, you're rushing getting new scenes out. It, it's it's amazing. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, Valley of Reading, you might want to get Larry to sign a waiver. I'm just <laughs> you've got him hauling things around. <laughs> as a uh, former safety professional, I would just kind of like maybe throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I don't think they're going to let me do any real serious stuff. So. Well, I your acting was I, immaculate. You didn't oh, get a single word wrong. Yes, that's right. I, <laughs> I didn't, did I? That's perfect. <laughs> did you just shake your head, or what was your? No, it was it was one of those uh, uh, picture scenes. No, no words were spoken. It was just the actual picture scene. Okie doke. Uh, I think I, I saw a noise. There is our special guest. Oh, oh wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's up? Oh, my goodness. Entering, the, entering the studio at 665 right now is our good friend, Joey Doherty. Uh, Whoa. Who's, who's just back from his- uh, a, a date a, with Lucille. A trip to uh, Los Angeles where he uh, did some very cool things that he will tell us about. So weird having you ASMR right in my ear hole. What? Jack. I'm right there. I mean, I'm usually in your face. Now I'm in your ear. Well, I'm welcome, like an ear Joey. Worm. Welcome back, man. Hello, Larry, Pete, and Jack. And Josh, right. do you know Josh? Have we met once before prior? I think Maybe. you have. Yes, I think so too. Back at the other place. Yeah, nice to see you, Josh. Oh, so so, so Joey. Um, Joey was on an earlier episode. Since you kept it a secret, I can't. 
off the top of my head <laughs> and tell you what episode Joey was you don't on. You have them indexed in your brain. Come on now. But um, so catch us up. Are, are you a graduate now? Uh, very close. Um, I have two semesters left. I have summer and fall uh, at Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And it's so strange. We don't go by this whole freshman through senior style program. Well, why would you at a liberal well, it's not institute only, it, like that? It's not only that, but historically, people haven't taken the, the traditional route at that school with most people only doing maybe three or four semesters tops. I was an unlucky, ta- untalented one that I had to stay all eight semesters. Uh, but I did a five-year program, which is 10 semesters in two and a half years. Um, thanks to... I, the uh, math is really I can't tough. follow that math. I'm so, sorry. I'm as, just, ha- half as many. I think one of my ears just gave out. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> half as many. So, yeah, at the, end of the, at the end of the calendar year, I'll be finished. So... Very cool. And then um, explain to us what you were doing out in uh, in California. That was really cool. I was looking for apartments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm moving out there in January at some point. Um, after graduation, uh, I uh, was playing guitar. I've been playing guitar for this band that Jack has seen a few times. We've been opening up for Eddie Money. It's called Redwood Honey. They are like an Americana roots rock band. Very um, fun. We had a few few dates out there we played for the gibson guitar people and at this place called the mint like this legendary club out there something like to the whiskey and and the roxy um if you're familiar with rock clubs um but yeah we had a few dates there and then we also had a, a record label screening which i can't talk about at the moment but <gasps> we'll go ahead and say that went pretty well nice nice um congratulations yeah no we had it we had a good time and everybody uh there's a famous radio dj maybe we can we can uh send this to him and, and get him to start promoting the podcast matt pinfield from mtv yeah i remember um, oh yeah metalhead or yeah. metal okay. yeah he, he yeah, became yeah. a really close ally of ours over the past few weeks before we went there and he was kind of like our liaison in the city cool. and was taking us around places and showing us things and people from warner brothers came and it was this 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 big hubbub and they grace uh, i guess graciously allowed me to play lucille which is bb king's <gasps> guitar. i saw that on facebook dude i almost dissolved well i didn't I saw you playing that i didn't know it was his i thought it was just one that like he had co- signed oh, oh because really? he it, they i walked into gibson and i play a fender telecaster and they go well that's not happening here so <laughs> you have to I said, you, you got to play one of these off the wall. And I said, okay, cool. And they said, any one of them. So I went through the myriad of all the guitars in the wall. I didn't like any of them, actually. Um, and I liked this one particular one. I put it aside. But I said, how about that one? Because I saw it had BB Signature on it. And it was dusty. And they said, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the, the one you get to play. And I went, oh, okay, whatever, fine. And I didn't think anything of it. And I said to one of the, there was a chick there that was like a, a higher up who's, Fabulous, and she was like, "No, no, no, no! You, you take that one. Take it off. Take it off the wall." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, whatever." I plug it in. It half of it didn't work actually because they had it hadn't been played in years. It didn't matter. Years, <laughs> and evidently the last person that I'd played it was like six or seven years ago, and it's just been on the wall since. And and she was like, "Oh, well, that was BB's." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god! Wow, that's <laughs> absolutely crazy." That's nuts. But anyway, I got to catch up with some Masons last night. Uh, I saw Tom LeBaugh and, and a bunch of people after the Lancaster Lodge of Perfection meeting. How many secretaries have shaken you down for dues? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying, I know, I, all I'm saying is this. I'm a college student, man. No, it's not, it's not that. It's not that. It's none of you guys have ePay for anything 
and I have lost my checkbook a year and a half ago, and I wasn't ordering new ones because like I don't need a checkbook, checkbook? anymore. What's a checkbook? And, I don't know. And, oh, God. <laughs> See, I guess that's a whole generational thing we may need to address. I think you think. So, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> literally, the only thing that I ever have to pay with my checkbook are Masonic dues. Honestly, I, I, I mean, bills I online, my rent. So what you I can could, do? I is, could go is down to the guy a and he'll block scan. of marble and and carve it out like Fred Flintstone. Or, right. You know that, well, you, that. Then I need one of those big blue hats. <laughs> if you guys can do one of the big do water buffalo hats, Jack. I've Jack, if that. you have our Masonic Lake checkbook, that. he can PayPal you money and then we'll pay. I, okay, I fair it. enough. It's money yeah. laundering, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'll, exactly. I'll I'll send you like, and it won't even be like here's Venmo, for this. Venmo. I'll Venmo. Yeah, I'll Venmo you like a grand, and then <laughs> it'll be like here. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It I don't know what it. I'm a part of Come right now. Come back to me you in five figure, years. You figure it out, and then let me know what I'm I'm missing. Got it. But <sighs> that's funny. No, I saw yeah. I saw a bunch of people last night. It was really nice. Um, but cool. So I mean, I, last time we talked, um, your educational focus was more going to be on the production end. Sure. But, but things have been working out kind of on the other side of the microphone. Well, so, so the thing is this. Uh, if you want to play music, uh, a, a pretty famous engineer told me this. If you want to play music every day and be a musician for the rest of your life, you can do that. But you have to wear like 400 hats. I said, well, lucky enough, I'm, I'm a member of an organization that has 400 hats. So okay. <laughs> but, we all have funny but, hats. Yeah. But um, no, he goes, you, 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 can, you can do that. You just gonna, you're going to have to be like a session guitar player. You're going to have to own a studio. You're going to have to be an assistant. You're going to have to run coffee for Pamela Anderson. You're going to have to... That would suck. You're going to have to do whatever. You may have to sell records at a record store for a little while, but you can do that. Um, so I've been, doing, I've been doing this gig uh, as a guitar player for this band, um, and I really like it, but I still do it, the same amount, if not more, engineering while I'm in Boston. Mm. Currently, I'm mixing a record for a band. I'm. You doing... know, we're looking for a new intern now that we promoted Josh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your starting rate? Zero. Uh, oh, he said the word intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very prestigious. You'll probably leave it off your resume. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it. But you were going to do some bumper music for us, which yeah, we haven't so, heard so, yet. So, so we're excited you, you to you hear haven't, you. You haven't heard that because I'm I'm doing the 17th degree music currently for the Scottish Rite. Um, I've been, it's like a half an hour's worth of music and I've been focusing on that the past few months. Are they modernizing the degree or are you playing 1800th music? <clears throat> no, so they, they sent it to me and it, it is remarkably similar to the quality of Game of Thrones. It's the mosh pit degree, with isn't with it? the fact that whoever the continuity directors, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus because I don't know him. And if you're listening, I apologize. <laughs> but I thought it was funny how it was like amazing all of it, and then like in one or two scenes, you could see like electrical outlets like above the temple, like on the <laughs> ceiling, and you're like, oh come on, like just that 99 Starbucks cup. No, but Starbucks no, but cup. no, it, it's killer. It, like anybody who isn't a member of the Scottish Rite should check that out when they join in their own time. <laughs> I'm not I'm not pandering for anybody here cuz that's not my deal. It's but It's okay if you do. But if if you do join and and uh, cuz I I was hesitant about it. I got to admit I, you guys have been in in the fraternity much longer than I have. But it was like a catch 22 when they asked me. Miss please, thank you. Uh it, when they asked me to do it cuz I didn't believe that uh that a degree should be like on tape. Or on video, you know, it should stay. The integrity of the organization is to pass down the way it should be, 
or I, maybe I sound 55. Maybe I don't maybe know, it, but I, I think if you could do it well, yeah, no, it, I'd it's like done, to see it done well. It's done very well, and I understand the need for it because there are certain valleys that can't and don't have the production value to do the proper degrees, and, and that's the problem. That's there are val- valleys that don't have the people they don't have the building anymore well that's what we talked about last week like there's valleys that have 200 men yeah right they they you know and they can't put on a degree well all 200 of them to come out and support a a, a degree day i so i totally i was having a this conversation with a brother last night on the phone from boston and he he uh he's been been like a district deputy grand District Puba Grand Puba Man Purple for for the Blue Lodge uh, District Deputy Grandmaster that's right. what they call it up there um, and we, he, we call it that here too that's right I forgot I haven't been here in a while Ron Carson Ron, yeah hello Ron <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but he he had the same same feeling he was like well I get it it shouldn't be but it should be but it shouldn't be but it should be so uh, he goes he goes it's a I guess it's a necessary evil and if you're gonna do it you better bring the best excellence that you possibly can as a Mason to it and give it the best integrity that you have because if it's going that way, it's going that way and you might as well do it right. Right. That's like, kind of like the very first TED Talk ever. It was most excellent. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Dude, you're such a meme recycler. Yeah, I know. It's the, 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 we're the only two that would have gotten that at the table. <laughs> and you're even too young for Bill and Ted. I'm not though, man. They're doing a remake. Be well to each other. Nice. So uh, let me. I'll just catch up, then we'll go to break. Um, totally. My what did I do? I went down to Wildwood for the Tall Cedars convention. Talk about that more later. It was fun. Tall Cedars is okay, but our time in the motel was a, a hoot. Eventually, I will get to a Tall Cedars <laughs> meeting. I know you've got my money. The check hasn't cleared yet. But and I did something uh, groundbreaking in council. We uh, wait. Josh is tearing up the room. Wait. wait. And, oh, they, they suspended me. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I told them to hold okay. off. Okay, cool. Right, well, thank you. Um, so I, I stayed your execution in, in council. Um, now, if Chapter fired you, then I don't know what to I can't help you. But um, yeah, so we, we actually- <laughs> we don't even know. We in our meeting, I actually, we spent 20 minutes after the meeting explaining the Royal Master Mason degree. No shit. And it was really, really fun. Because like, there's a lot of smart- People there, and, but there's the majority of us that we've just been doing this and we have no idea what we're doing or why we're doing it. Yeah. And there you go. We had a <laughs> That's really, my thing, man. That's my thing. And we just had a really nice talk, explain, and people kept, you know, like Seth brought up a few great points. Um, it was just, it was a good day. So. That's awesome, man. Well, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with our Miss Moss show, back with Joey Doherty, and we're also going to talk about the five aspects or five somethings of Freemasonry. <laughs> Maybe. At the historic Smithton Inn of Ephrata, Pennsylvania, we're pleased to serve the latest creations from Weathered Vineyard Winery, along with spirits from Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster, all to be experienced in the tasting room of a beautifully restored 18th century bed and breakfast. Cigars by DNS Cigar are available for your enjoyment in the courtyard. The historic Smithton Inn is convenient to Lancaster County's most interesting attractions. Just minutes from the Ephrata Cloister and the Green Dragon Farmer's Market, and a short drive can get you to charming Lidditz, thriving downtown Lancaster, as well as Hershey, Bird in Hand, and Intercourse, or Valley Forge and Gettysburg, 
Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway or an active vacation full of sightseeing and attractions, the historic Smithton Inn will be a welcoming oasis from everyday life, one that you'll want to visit again and again. Stop in and visit at 900 West Main Street in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, or check out our website at historicsmithtoninn.com, or simply call us at 717-733-6094. Just ask for Passmaster Dave. Masonic Light Podcast. This is Past Master Moyer calling. I know I've been out of action a couple of weeks. I was upstate hunting turkeys. was not successful. Anyway, I listened to episode 69. That's the episode with no name. I noticed once again, Larry Maris, he talks in the beginning a little bit. He talks at the very end. And he likes to do the George J. Grove and Sons commercial. So maybe you guys ought to consider episode 76 with no Larry Maris. I mean, what, what do you have to lose? He's not contributing anyway, and I'm sure uh, Tim Dedman can fill in for him because he's doing an outstanding job. Anyway, I'm going to try and listen to episode 70 tomorrow, and I'll be calling back. Bye. And we're back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what we're back to because we, we had a show planned, sort of, uh, and then we found and out And then that- we had our, our guest who's a future celebrity. What? F- future celebrity. I like that. Yes. Uh, I'm a wedding crasher, full time, <laughs> full time wedding crasher. <laughs> so anyway, but I th- actually, I think Joey will fit nicely into this, um, into the, the the topic that we had scheduled. If we want to go there, do we want to go? We there? do. We want to go there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Do we want to go there now? Yeah, let's go there right now. All right. We, so the idea was um, that in in my mind, and and this is me, the serious guy. Talking about Freemasonry, because I do the Masonic education at our lodge. I teach the guys the ritual work. Um, I teach the new candidates what this means that they were going through. And I sort of broke it down into five aspects. And I don't know what else to call it, but aspects. Like, what are you looking for? Because I would ask them all when they when they join, what do you think this is? What are you looking for when you get here? And it's broken down into five things. And those five things are... The ritual, the historical aspect, the philanthropic aspect, the fraternal aspect, and the esoteric. And and those are five distinct, separate parts of the fraternity that anybody joining can can find something that they're interested in in one of those five things. And they're, they're okay, there's more. There might be six. There might be eight. In your world, there's whatever there is. But for me... It, it all broke down to those five. And Joey, I don't know what it was that you were looking for when you joined, but what was it you were looking for when you joined? Um, what did you think this was? Chicks, not not chicks. the ritual. <laughs> no, uh, actually, actually, it was. Okay. Actually, it was. Um, right. So my father had been on the path for many years, and uh, due to some personal things, he stepped aside for the, for the past little while. But... Aside from that, I joined just because I didn't know. I joined because I saw him going, and then I went. Mm. Uh, he took me to an open installation or two, 
And I was like, this is the weirdest but coolest thing at the same time. <laughs> and I, no, I, I remember being 16 years old and the open installation. He was like, you could sit outside of the annex while we go in and do our meeting before the doors opened. And I was like, what the hell goes on in there? And I pushed my ear up against the, the lodge door. <laughs> and all I heard was the Star Spangled Banner being sung. Right. I was like, this is the weirdest shit. <laughs> what? Uh, excuse me. But this is, this, this is the weirdest thing that I've ever uh, come across. Like uh, 85 men singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. For what? And I'm like, is it a baseball game or were they playing Yahtzee in there? For real, like, right? Yeah. So I, I, and then I started meeting people my own age and then, well, not my own age, but younger than what I had thought. <laughs> now we don't have a lot of 16 year old members. <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, but uh, I started, no, there was like a music teacher that I met who in turn became my mentor uh, for ritual. And he taught me the first degree by rote, not by sitting down with a book and Thank making you. me learn it. You know, he, I went every week for like seven weeks, Nice. Uh, eight weeks. And Is that JP? It wasn't. It was Drew Bullington. Drew. He's hands down the consummate mason, and uh, we'll get back to him in a He's minute. A class guy, yeah. But um, all all of those things, man. I mean, since I've been in Boston, I got to go see the chapter that was essentially the Sons of Liberty. That's a historical thing. Oh yeah. You know, the, you got the philanthropic thing, which is really awesome. It's like, well, you know, uh, I was an Eagle Scout, so it's these charities that we've got going on. The fraternal, obviously, is the only thing I get to exercise at the moment because it's like I'm traveling so much, and I th really think that that bit should be emphasized a bit more um, among members and to bring the lodge outside of the lodge room and to really bring that to your community rather than trying to beat each other in ritual. Because I had a conversation last night with a bunch of Masons that I highly respect and will always respect, but it's like... At what point is being a Mason counterintuitive to life? Because oh wait, wait wait let that sink in for a minute. I hope we recorded that. Oh, did we get that, Josh? Did we get that? We got that. Okay, yeah. cool. Seriously, at what point is it detrimental to your family life and to your mental health? And um, it's only one night a month. Come on. Yeah, but even that, even if it was sixteen nights a month or whatever, and you uh, you need that to learn the healthy balance. There's the yin and the yang. There's the white and the black. And people forget that, and you need to go and 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 take the things that you've learned, and and go outside in the world and do it. <laughs> and um, I think I think that's I don't know. Maybe I'm just pontificating, sounding like no, a royal I mean, so, wiener. No. So what what when when Jack originally came up with this idea, I I took it to the weird level because I'm a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. I said, well, you know, what if we assigned each one of those points kind of like or um you know fallout whatever sure so let, yeah let's like have attributes and yeah and, let's have yeah. we have 15 points and we have to distribute them among these five categories and it was funny for like the five or six people that participated <laughs> the five or six people that participated we all had totally different scores. I remember seeing that. It was on Facebook somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember you seeing that. You were one that. of the four people that saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> I agreed with Tom LeBaugh's answer. I, I thought his was pretty spot on. But but we don't remember what that yeah, was. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Larry, you're giving dirty looks. Do you want to talk? No, no. I'm, I'm well, well, thanks of, I'm, for being okay, here, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't answer that, Paul. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, we noticed that too. You noticed that too. <laughs> Give me a break. 
So answer it now. What, what, how do you break down in that? How do right? I break how do you down? Break, how do you break that down? My you got, 45. You've got 15 points. You got 15 points. Assign them to those five things. So if it was all equal, you'd do three, 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 three. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, uh, no, oh, this I, is tough. I'm not going to do equal three, three, three. It's ball, like a quiz. Uh, I, I'm not a ritual master. I, I believe in ritual. I believe it's absolutely necessary. I believe in ritual in the Lutheran and the Episcopalian Church. I think it's a part of everything we do, but I'm not big on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so does that get a one or a zero? Uh, that would get a one. Okay, one. Okay. Uh, the historical, I would have to say, is is important, and that would get about a three. That's a three. Philanthropic, um, maybe a one or two. Okay. Mm. Fraternal, definitely way up there. You know, if, I, if I'm trying to get an equal 15, I'd have to say fraternal would be four or five. Very, very important. Okay. Especially for people that travel all over the place to find brothers. Right. Extremely important. One of the keystones of our craft. And the esoteric is kind of up there too. I'd, I'd have to say that would be a three because I, I like the voodoo stuff. <laughs> you should write a book or something. You know, That'd be cool. When, 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 when Michelle comes on the show and does her symbology, whoa. I know, you get all. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> but no, seriously. So now I participated. But at the time when Pete posted, uh, uh, Larry, I agree with you. Uh, wholeheartedly because um, without those other things the fraternal is nothing but without fraternal everything else is nothing Um, because Ah. if you think about it this way going to the lodge meeting and going to your Masonic education and sitting around at the bar after um, the meeting just talking about what you talked about and what you read online about whatever and reading your book um that's only half of it. That's like going to college or getting your PhD and then just sitting there and becoming a college professor immediately and then just sitting around with your egghead professor friends going, well, I think this and I think that and not actually taking it out into the world and putting that degree to use and trying to go meet other people from other parts of the world that aren't even Masons, but garnering that information because our brothers have passed. We're traveling, and we're in the world with non-Masons, and most of the people were not Masons, and they were learning from those people. And the reason why we were good men being better was because we were taking that information and helping our community and helping those people right. with the information we garnered from this. Right. Pete, are you stunned? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I, I can't add the 15 right now, but... <laughs> I was told there'd be no math, <laughs> but I, I would definitely put fraternal as the as the big one for me, um, and everything else kind of equal. Maybe philanthropic, kind of down a little bit further because you know, Jack, you and I have said here we're not a a or we're not a charitable organization. We're an organization of charitable people. Yes, and you know, like I can I can donate money to M- MDA on my own. Right. And I do. So, you know, the other stuff I can't get from just, you know, donating money. So, Yeah. M- mine has uh, shifted a little bit. I- I've always enjoyed the ritual because I think in the ritual there is a great deal of 
support for a man in his life um, if you look for it in the right way. Uh, the the, um, the historical, uh, I, I, I just really, I find that really fascinating. There's so much mythology about it and, and all of my Templar friends would like to go swing their broadswords around. Um, but the you know the facts that are that are really tangible are are you know the fact that it was it was probably a trade union and we came out of that and and how that morphed into what we are now but and there was a recent post about um the death of freemasonry and is it obsolete and are we done and i and i posted something about it's always changed and we've talked about that before it's just on life support we're good no 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 it's not it's it's changing because it because men need something different now. It's changing from that post-World War II, you know, pig and a python that that have, are, are fading out now, are passing on to the Celestial Lodge. And what they wanted was the fraternity. They wanted that, that I'm going to call it PTSD support, right? They wanted to meet with people who understood where they were coming from. And they got together in this, in this fraternity, and it was a club life thing. And that's passing now, and it's coming back around to the philosophical aspect that guys like you, Joey, are, are looking for that philosophical aspect. How does this change my life? How, does, how should I think about this in reflection of, of what's happening to me in my life? And that's where we're coming out now. And that, so that, that historical part of it kind of rolls around to, to all of the other aspects of it. Um, you know, we are philanthropic, but but that's not the core of what we do. Um, and like you said, we're we're an organization that teaches its members to be philanthropic, just as a part of what you should do to be a good person. Um, and and that goes into the into the fraternal aspect, and we and we pull other people in, and and we all do that together, and we support each other. But but it the the last thing on that list, the esoteric side of it has captured my attention most recently because I started listening and, and Todd, you just asked me, we had another, somebody else walk into our studio, Todd, Todd Hoke. He's the worshipful master of, of the building Africa where Lodge, we're in, of the building we're in. <laughs> um, and Todd asked me about the, the podcast that I'm listening to. Um, and that's, it's called the secret history of Western esotericism podcast. Jeez. Schwepp. And it, and it basically, it, it starts with the, the, the pre-Socratics and works its works itself all the way through. I know, but but the guys who wrote this work, the guys who wrote the ritual that we all recite, were were studying that stuff. They were reading Plato, and and they were reading you know Cicero, and they were reading they were reading the Greeks in Greek, and they were reading the the the, the Latins in in Latin, the Romans in Latin, still, and they were reading the Hebrews in Hebrew. It's still all Greek to me. It's Jack. But it's not. It, it it's not because, like like the other day we we had, um, and I I don't know how much of the ceremony I can talk about, but um, in I, I I can't I can't do it. I can't go there. Um, but but what I'm finding is that all of what we study in Freemasonry goes back to. Those Greek myths and those those stories about you know walking down a path into the underworld, 
where you enter a chamber that's lit by a particular light and you, you find the knowledge, you find the truth, and then you come back out of the underworld and you enter into the, you know, it's, it's all there. It's, it, it, that's what this is. But it's couched in a different language because, you know, it's, it's under the guise of, of this Masonic, this stonemason history that we, that we deal with. So that esoteric part of it for me right now is huge. Um, not because I need it in my life. I was looking for that when I was 20. But I'm, I'm not looking for that now. But it, it's come across my path and that's what's striking me. So anyway. So the five aspects are ritual, historical, philanthropic, fraternal, and esoteric. And uh, Jack is available for speaking at any lodge anywhere in the United States. Just and give I have a call. To. And, and I can incorporate all five of those into a discussion of the Holy Saints John, by the way. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> for those states that have more than one St. John. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick... Did I bore you enough? Is that good? Well, I, I'm going to take a quick break, open a vein, and I'll, and I'll be back. <laughs> Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. Time for the Lodge Business Brief with Brother Jim Stevens. Well, again, Masonic Light Podcast listeners, this is Jim Stevens with another Lodge Business Brief. Today, I want to talk about goal setting. Goal setting ensures an organization, a family, or a person has a consistent direction for not only this year, but many years in the future. It sets the destination and gives us a target for our travels. Goals are critically important in our business, personal, and fraternal lives, but goal setting is all too often not done inside our lodges. The problem created by a lack of goals are magnified by our fraternities' annual or biannual changing in the East. If a series of worshipful masters are not working together, they run the risk of repeating, or worse, undoing what previous masters have done. Nothing could be more wasteful than undoing previously completed work. A lodge that has properly set a goal will have a higher chance of having several consecutive, productive, and successful years. This succession will spawn more success, possibly attract new members, and will definitely breed new life into an otherwise stagnant lodge. Now you may be thinking, how can we have a central goal? Each worship master has the right to set their own agenda and the right to have their year. I assure you that these ideas are not mutually exclusive, but can in fact work together for the success of the lodge. 
To do this, the Lodge needs to first agree on the goal. In my book, I talk about the Lodge first setting and defining its purpose. But for now, let's just talk about goals. The goal we are looking to set is called a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. The term was first created by Jim Collins and Jerry Paris in their 1995 book, Built to Last, Successful Habits of Visionary Companies. In business, the idea behind the BHAG is to set a goal that is out 10 to 30 years and that the company has about a 70% chance of succeeding. The BHAG is then so big that it propels the company forward with such force that even in failure, the company will be much better than when it started. For a Blue Lodge, I would suggest a smaller time frame, maybe three to five years would be a good start. This will ensure that the goal goes through multiple masters, but isn't so long as to seem impossible. What makes a good goal? Well, for one, it should be measurable. That way you know if you're staying on the path. It should be actionable. It makes no sense to create a goal that is entirely outside your control. It should be specific. The more general goals like making more members do not provide enough clarity nor understanding. Once your lodge has set the BHAG, the next step is to set annual goals that are smaller. Each year will make progress and improve on the previous years. The first year or two will see a very small increase, so a plan accordingly. Additional detailed information on goal setting, processes to find that goal, can be found in my book, Lodge Business, The Theoretical Application of Entrepreneurial Business Practices to Blue Lodge, available on Amazon. This is Jim Stevens with your Lodge Business Brief. This is Brother John D. Cook, District Deputy Grandmaster, District 3. You are listening to Masonic Life Podcast. Do we want to continue to talk about the five aspects? Well, I, you know, I, maybe I don't think we need to talk about I was, it. I was soapboxing. And, but and, I, I think we should probably officially put it out to our listeners. Stick a fork in it. Just to kind of like figure out where, I would like to figure out where the majority of people are. Larry's think, asleep. I don't think there's a majority. I, <laughs> That's I think, where he is. <laughs> I think everybody's got a little piece of each of these in them that that they're trying that they're looking for, and I don't think there's any one thing. Larry, what do you think? I think. <laughs> I'm glad you do. <laughs> what was the question again? Yes. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, put it out there. <laughs> Get that thing out of there, would you? <laughs> get it out. Oh, my God. So if you're listening. What does get it out mean? Like, I mean, what are we going to do with this information? We have Nothing. this. We're just compiling it. We're just, yeah, we're just BSing around okay. the microphone. Once again, Jack Harley is available for speaking at any <laughs> lodge in the United States. And Josh has to turn States. this into a show somehow. So Okay, so let's just start plugging some stuff. Here's the most, imp- the most important thing we have to plug is, so this show will be released on... 27th of May. So if you're hearing this on the 27th, 28th, that means you have time to come out here on 529 and help us paint our studio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're having an insert. And and we have a grill. We have a grill. So we can, you know. Yeah, we're having an an in-service day. We're not going to (laughs) record. Um, we're just going to clean up the studio, hang drapes, I don't know, do whatever we got to do. We might hang, record a little. drapes. <laughs> but we may actually record some spots, and if you come in, you can record a bumper with us. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You could be regionally famous. Moderately. Hundred <laughs> air. Lodge in the Woods? Uh, Lodge in the Woods. We have a couple of plugs we got to do. Lodge in the Woods. Um September, God, what is the date? 
September 18th, I believe, is the date. I'm uh, quick circulating on my phone here. May, June, July, August, September 18th is the date for Lodge in the Woods. Uh, Lodge in the Woods is a fun event. Um, it is a steak dinner with all the trimmings, dessert, all the good stuff, um, and a lodge meeting afterwards uh, at the fire circle at Camp Mac. Uh, the J. Edward Mack Ca- uh, Scout Reservation in Newmanstown, Pennsylvania. And we usually have between 250 and 300 people for this meeting. Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania sh- shows up. The Grand Master's here. Most of the Grand Line is there. Most of the district deputies in the uh, in the area are present. And we have, uh, we have dinner and a great time. It's just a nice night under the stars. Beautiful event. Um, contact... The Worshipful Master of Effort Lodge number 665. Look it up on eventbrite.com and just search for Lodge in the Woods 2019. And you can find your tickets there. The and the ticket- dress is always business casual because we're in the woods, right? <sighs> business is even a stretch. Um, it's, it's casual. It's scout uniform or business casual is what it says. Just show up. We don't care. Um, pay, you know, pants preferred for sure. Mm-hmm. Perfect. The other uh, the other thing that we wanted to talk about was Patreon. So you thank you know I want to celebrate. We have a lot of people that are Patreon patrons of our show, and I got more excited because in a couple weeks ago we got our first one dollar donor. Woohoo! I was actually more excited. Now got thirteen dollar donors. Please don't stop donating. We we love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we do. love you thirteen times better. Love you a long time. <laughs> but. For one dollar a month, <laughs> it's like Sally Struthers. No, it's just you know your for, wife won't even know. Yeah, your wife won't even know it's coming out of your account. It's it's like half the price of a cup of coffee for a dollar a month, twelve dollars a year. You can help us pay the rent to Effort Lodge, six sixty five. It's not even rent to Effort Lodge. It's we've got to pay for website domain names and yeah. and internet uh, internet providers and all that kind of stuff so ice um, very little of it in fact goes to effort lodge um but but we do appreciate everything that you can contribute to help keep us on the air and out of jail and if you go to masoniclight.com there's a big p in the top right hand corner for patreon yeah p very easy also, yeah that's my name too p you know People can also write a check and send it to us uh, without going to Patreon too. If you Make don't want to do check that, payable to you know. Larry. Larry, we're the Masons. You can't. You have to send a check. You can't send us money electronically. Remember? <laughs> so Joey said that'll be thirty-seven shekels. Yeah. To... Oh, Josh, right. you've been really quiet. Is there anything uh, you think we should cover? Nope. <laughs> hey, Josh. Have you? Are you a member? Yeah. Oh, okay. I apologize. I didn't know that. Josh is senior warden of that other lodge in Lancaster. The lodge you don't belong to. Lamberton. Lamberton. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Four seventy six. Because nice. I didn't remember if you were when when I was here last. I just thought you were a super cool podcast guy, but I was like, oh, cool. He looks good in the headphones. He though. does. Looks great. Audio guy. He talks too much. Though. Cool. Was uh, was the other guy here when Joey was here? I believe so, wasn't it? When no. when we when Joey, you were in our basement, weren't you? In my basement? 
No, no I was I was in Lancaster City. With oh, Mason. in the very first. Yeah, he made me come in at like oh, nine a.m. Uh, to was do Mason. it. Mason yeah, so that Kibler. was Mason, who was not a Mason. Yeah, Mason Kibler. Right. So there's a different cat. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because yeah, I, I couldn't remember if the if the technician. Yeah. So I mean, God bless him. He thought he could. He thought he was a great idea. He wanted to open up a <laughs> podcast studio. Nice. It's okay. All these white guys look alike, Joey. I understand. Joey's. Dude, in my Josh, defense, it's Josh been like dying it's been, back here. It's been four years since I've been on this thing. So. Yeah, it has been four years. I know. I ran into you in the parking lot. Of the in the Sonics. microphone, Josh. Really? I, I ran into Joey. At the, <laughs> Dude, his voice the, is so good. He's the got Masonic the best voice and he doesn't talk. <laughs> in the Masonic Center parking lot. When? Yeah. Uh, I think you. I was coming out of a meeting and okay. I think you, you were coming up, rolling up with some friends or something. You were just oh. parking there. He was on oh. a skateboard and they he comes keep rolling me up. Rolling. Yeah. No, so, right. no, my father never let me have a, skate, have a skateboard because he goes, I'm going to break your arm and I take a nap. can't play music anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So they took our jobs. They took our germs. They took drugs. Oh. Larry, so what do you have? Any, what do you have coming up? Anything? And I think we have, I think we have Cedars to. Uh, Fourth what? Tuesday is Cedar. Oh no, no, June fifteenth is the next. Which I will in fact miss. So we don't have a Cedars in May because <sighs> that's um, when we have our convention. Okay, okay. So the right. next Cedars meeting is actually going to be June fifteenth. It'll be a picnic at my house. That's right. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Jack, you and Chris Gibson can both be terrified of my dogs together. Nice. I and love whoever it. can run faster okay. doesn't get bitten. I just need to run faster <laughs> than Chris. Nice. Now you're okay. younger, but he's like Mr. Eagle Scout, so I he may <laughs> He hikes Philmont in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I got two fake hips, so I'm not gonna outrun anybody. Oh my god. Uh, oh Josh, anything going on in uh, Lamberton? Does that lodge still have a charter? Uh, <laughs> as far as I know. Okay. This week, anyway, I've I've got to do uh, two committees of inquiry. Oh, very nice, nice. But that would imply there's new members, right? Nice. Yes. Do you have any good questions you're going to ask them? Josh nods no. at the microphone. I always, I always, will always mix this one in, and just to see if I can get a reaction. Like, do you have a crockpot? And yes, I have a waffle iron. And I just like, well, you know, people don't underestimate the benefits of slow cooking. <laughs> okay, That's so all. I have a funny committee of inquiry story if you have the moment. Oh, no, yeah. we do. Okay, so <laughs> Jesus, it was mine. It was my committee that I was being inquired upon, and my dad had already been a mason for a number of years, and he goes, "They're coming. <laughs> Three of them are coming." And I went, what do you mean? And he goes, well, we signed for you. It was him and his best friend. And he was a Mason as well. And I, I think you know Josh Sad, you know him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, He so he was my second line signer. And they're like, well, it's three people that you don't know. It's gonna, three old guys, probably. And <laughs> they, don't, they don't respect a shitty house. Excuse me. They don't respect. So you got to go out yeah. to the front of the lawn and p- pick every weed. From from our from our property line to the next property line. What a jerk! And he made me edge the front yard. Oh, and he made I love me your do father more. And he was like, "You need to make sure you have coffee ready. You need to make sure you have water bottles and cookies out on the table. And you need to make sure it's like this whole." I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" 
So I'm there like two days before, like on my knees, like no shirt on in the front yard in my driveway, pulling out every stray piece of grass. And I was like, oh my God, this is nuts. And uh, here it was three young dudes and we just talked about progressive rock music for about 45 minutes and then they left. <laughs> oh, oh. It was hilarious. <laughs> Props to your dad. Oh, my God. Good for him. At least it was probably the last time the loan was mowed. <laughs> it was true. Jack, oh. we have news? We have news. Do we want to go to news now? Let's just go to news. Let's go to news. Go to chickens and get out of here. Go to news. Chickens out. Mm, what's chickens? Good news, everyone. Masonic Light News. News not fit to print. In a great leap forward for the Masonic fraternity, the Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Lower Indiana has issued an edict ordering the immediate removal of all traces of faux wood paneling from lodges in that jurisdiction. The edict goes on to explain that nothing says obsolete to a new initiate, quite like 60-year-old fake wood decor. In a related sign of Masonic progress, the Grand Lodge of Eastern Nebraska is considering the removal of naked fluorescent light fixtures in Lodge social halls. They're gross, said the Grand Steward. They just don't do justice to the green beans. That's the Masonic news. So moted was. Oh... Uh, this was online, wasn't it? I think I saw that somewhere. Sorry, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> that is. The I'm funniest. so sorry. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm sorry. But it, you know, it it really is true. Our, our oh my god, you, you guys have made this lodge the envy of. I, oh, it's beautiful. Everything here is beautiful. At the Masonic Center for years. Somebody had a sign that said, "Please hang the hang up the the camel, the, the cable toes." <laughs> <laughs> but but you said it. But, I heard but, it. It, was, but it was like cable t o e. <laughs> it was cable toes. Yeah. And I was just so like, like the best part about it, I remember that sign because it was an, it was an old English lettering. Yes. It was an it was they, they a, took the time to do calligraphy. Yeah, it was an old English lettering. It was so stupid. <laughs> and I just imagine the, the the candidate who has no idea what's going to happen. We were putting him in polyester. <laughs> Oh, are you sure you want to do it's, it's 85 degrees out, sir. <laughs> so when we walk you in there, don't get too close to the candles. <laughs> All right, Larry. Larry, chickens, oh, please. Oh, oh, what do you have, Joey? What do you have? Anything Masonic coming up next couple weeks? I haven't been to a Masonic meeting in three years. <laughs> No, uh, I know some guys in Boston. No, no, I've been trying to hit up a meeting. Uh, Amicable Lodge in in Cambridge, Massachusetts, is the place to be if you're in in the Massachusetts or New England area. Um, go check those guys out; they're awesome. They have a great York Rite body there as well. Uh, very active, more active than their Blue Lodge, actually. Um, Where's that? Amicable. Uh, Cambridge. Uh, it's right. Uh, it's okay. It's they like, have a little college yeah. there, don't they? What? Nice. A college. It's like 1950 Mass Ave or something, way up on the okay. other side. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, no, n- nothing too Masonic other than living it outside in my normal day, buying people cups of coffee and, you know, 
trying to be nice. Find sanity <laughs> in Los Angeles, please. But no, music, 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 music. Got a bunch of dates up and down the the East Coast, West Coast, all the all the every every place. So check out Redwood Honey. Check out Berkeley. We have to have a secret sign we can throw you from the audience, and you can like uh, for the Masons. I yeah. wore my Grotto shirt to the Redwood. Yeah, Honey I. Concert. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to be able to do do that. I'm starting to be able to bring a fez on stage and put it on the amp. So nice. Oh, nice. I'll start I'll start doing that soon. But Larry, um, you have anything going on? Just grotto, right? Yeah, grotto. No, just grotto. Josh, anything else coming up? Oh, Jack. Nope. Going to well, going to Germany, and I have um, contacted the secretary of Saxony Lodge in Cella, Germany, um, in. Uh, in Lower Saxony, I think is where it's located. But um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm going. My cu- my cousin. Uh, his nickname's Mickey, uh, but it's a very. His real name's a very Indian name that I'm not going to mispronounce. Um, but I'm very excited because I'm going to go to an, an Indian Mahendi party and a wedding. And I'm nice. You know, in Central Pennsylvania, I don't get a lot of. Different cultures, you know. It's either Mennonite or Puerto Rican. That's what there's, we. Had. That's our main population here. So right. it's going to be kind of cool. There's not a lot of henna in the Masonic in the uh, Mennonite tradition. No. So you get like the whole hand thing done and all that. But, but I mean, are Pete, they going to have alcohol? That's what I have to find out. P- Pete's the Pete's the worshipful master of Couch Lodge Number Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, he's doing great work for the Dober Monsters, but thanks for having me, Pete and Larry and Jack. Thanks for coming in. Great. Thank you. Uh, Larry, take us out of here. All right. I don't have a whole lot to say tonight, but I will uh, give special thanks to Effort Lodge 665 for continuing and for Todd Hope, Worshipful Master, checking in on us to see what our needs are. He's a great guy. Great lodge. The envy of Pennsylvania. Anyway, thanks to uh, Josh Lamberton, our producer who makes the show always listenable. Yay. Uh, thanks to our news director, Jack Larley, Harley. Uh, Jack Harley. Who is that? Harley. What was that? Who is available for speaking to any lodge in the United States. <laughs> Simply Jack contact Charlie. him at the Everett Lodge in Everett, Pennsylvania. Uh, our special contributor is Michelle Snyder. Jim Stevens is going to be coming up with some uh, ditties lately. And... Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, what's going on with that monkey? Yeah, monkey. Uh, to, to our Masonic Light Plank complaint. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to do this. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, come on Larry. Wait for this for an hour, Larry. Joey's dying. Joey's dying. This is special for me. To our Masonic Light complaint operator, Xavier Breath. This is Larry saying good night. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is Pete. This is Josh. And Jack. I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.